Good morning. Hi. Your career today's topic, how to be strategic in your job search. I'm your host, the career coach with the most, Jason Hopper, and Allison's back. Yay! Our senior director of career financial services is back with us today. And guys, I'm going to check see if we are live. And are we live? So, Allison, welcome back. Thank you. I definitely missed you uh, last <laughs> time. I, I was solo last last uh, last go round. Are we live? Uh, we are. Yeah, I'm trying to figure it out. It's not showing up in the notification, so I will figure that out. Okay. And we will go <laughs> there. Um, so while he's figuring that out, what I want to ask all of you is, what top? What are some topics? you would like us to discuss. I mean, we have lots of things we can talk about, and I want to make sure that you are um, engaged in what we're talking about, but is there something else you would like us to add? Please let us know, and we will add that to our repertoire of podcast information to be able to research and get to you. Yes, so I see two people. We are live, and there are two people watching live right now. For the you guys watching live, get active in the chat. Last week, uh, the chat was real interactive because oh, yeah. it was just me, so like I was, was talking to everybody else. So yeah, if you have any topics, because Alice and I were talking about like what next week's topic is going to be, and uh, you know, let us know. I'll create a I'll create a uh, episode around whatever you whatever you want to hear, whatever you want to talk about. We're here for you. So if there's something we're not touching on that you would like us to, please let us know. Tell me. Tell me in the chat. All right, so how to be strategic in your job search? Job search is hard. It is. It's really hard. In fact, I got an. I should have copied the email, brought it. I I um, have a client who has specific parameters of employment that she wants slash needs, and um, she's not getting any traction. And she was. She sent a lengthy email to me yesterday saying. I'm just, I'm so discouraged, I'm so disappointed, I'm so upset, um, and, and her, her last sentence is, what can you do for me? So, my comments to her were, you know, I absolutely agree, no matter if any of you um, have ever been through this, which if you're watching this, you obviously have, looking for a job is hard. Yeah. Nothing about it is easy. Not one single thing. And when you don't hear back or you get rejections, that just adds more of that, that difficulty to your your mind processing the way you're thinking things through. I know I'm talking a lot. No, you're fine. Because so, and, and by the way, uh, we're going to stick with this for a minute because I think it's very important. So what, how did you respond? So my response was, I agreed with her. It is, it is a hard process. There's not one thing about this process that is easy. But um, I also said, I can't do anything for you. I can do things with you. But you have to be the catalyst. And you have to look at any little thing as a plus. And then we made, I made some suggestions about um, networking mm -hmm. because all of us know that networking is a major source of finding employment and this person is new to where she's living and doesn't know anybody and I said through her place of worship 
or going to a gym or um, meeting up with people in her um, career field. All these things are important. Even if it's not in person, you know, it can be virtual. All these things can help her grow that that group that she just doesn't have yet. It's it's the other it's the other side of that coin is as things you go through the process and it gets more and more difficult the longer it goes because I think people think that job search is easy. Um, I had a client uh, just over a year ago and um, he he we would we have our our meeting and he would be like, Jason, I feel it. I feel it. At the end of this month, I'm going to have a job. I'm going to have a job at the end of this month. Well, the end of the month comes around, he doesn't have a job. And he's a, and it was like one of those things, it's going to be next month, for sure, it's next month, Jason, next month. Didn't happen. And so we were going through the cycle, I said, you need to, to I said, it's good to have goals. <laughs> it's good to have goals. goals. But, we, you, you know, you're setting the expectation way too high. Let's go step by step by step in the process to get to where we need to go. I remind that's so I think that speed is important in a job search. Oh, absolutely. Right. But that's the other bit. People don't quite get it. Job search is not a sprint. It's a marathon. And you have to put steps in place because you don't just get up and run the marathon. You have to train for the marathon. So, and, and by the way, we're about to jump back into the topic. So stick with me a minute, because what we're going to talk about today are the steps you need to put in place mm -hmm. to train for the marathon. The marathon at the end of it is, is the job. You've got to train and put in the work to do it. So, you know, how to be strategic in your job search, part of that strategy is you have to stay positive. Mm -hmm. You have to, one of the other things I said is, and I, I hope I said it nicely because I did mean to. I don't know if I said it nicely enough. But we put ourselves in a box, mm -hmm. especially yep. for our jobs, for our families, for our, our our playing, for our hobbies. You know, we just we put ourselves in a box. When you're in job search, that box has to grow. You have to make changes and be strategic in your thought process and thinking. And if you stay inside that box, you're if you you're going to get the same result over and over again then you have to do something different you're limiting yourself and so yeah. that box really does have to expand and you have to look at your life and things differently and every time you say oh i won't do that why not what 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 makes that a no-go what why are you looking at it like that and so sometimes you have to look at those things um, to be able to grow that search and be able to adapt to the environment you're in today. Well, I ask clients that all the time. You know, is there a reason for, you know, I, I ask the question, that's mm -hmm. right. is there a reason for that? Mm -hmm. Often it's like, don't think about it, so I'm not comfortable with it. Okay, well, let's talk about that. Like, right. Why are you not comfortable with it? The other thing, too, is I think it's important to create a positive environment. Oh, absolutely. Um, and that's going to look different for everybody, um, you know, whether it is, you know, your workspace has, you know, a picture of your family, if you like them. Uh, <laughs> well, no, but I say that jokingly, but like, you know, you've, I'm sure you've had some clients, I have as well, where their family is, is the trigger and making them feel 
like they are not doing enough. And oh, I don't know why you can't get a job. It's so easy to get a job. No, it's not. It's hard. <laughs> I told my father, who was, who was getting beaten down by a family member, I said, go back to them and tell them that your current coach said it's not easy to get a job. And if they have a problem, they can come talk to me about it. So I love the family members or friends who said, who say things like, well, when I got it, when I got laid off, I got a job within two weeks. Well, that was 22 years ago. And yeah. you've been at the same company and you don't even know what's going on in the job market today. You know, you read these things, oh, there's 8 million open jobs, but there are a lot of open jobs, but that doesn't mean you qualify for 8 million different jobs. That's right. And that's the other part of that too, because the, you know, the news is going to report what's good and what's bad, but not what's really in between and actually happening in the market right now. Um, by the way, so just real quick, hi, Yolanda, I see you, and Sharon is in Chicago in a class right now, Sharon Harris, <laughs> who got a job, <laughs> and she said she popped in, she said, I'm in Chicago in the class, I'll see y'all later, and pop back right out, so <laughs> thanks, Sharon, um, I'm glad you stopped by, that's awesome, um, yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's one of those things, uh, I always like to say I'll um, pay attention to the person this is not my quote it's a Gary Vaynerchuk quote is pay attention to the person offering the advice not the advice because if, if like if somebody's telling you how easy job search is and what you should or shouldn't be doing and they're not a career coach uh, I'd be listening to them period all right speaking of career coaches yes if you need one. If you need one. If you need some help in your job search. If you need help trying to create that positive environment for yourself. I've got just the number for you to call. It is 972-437-9950, extension 379. Call or leave a message and somebody from the team will get back to you within 24 hours. And we'll start that process with you. That's our commercial. Scorcher for the day. I also made sure I had my announcer voice because I did it last week and Yolanda said, where's your announcer voice? <laughs> I did it better later on though, Yolanda. But that was just for you, girl. I There you go. I appreciate that you like the announcer. Also too, I still have that, that game show voice. We went, so um, last week, Jewish Family Service, we had game show battle night on Thursday after work, and it was the most fun thing. And then uh, me and um, Jay Abrams, who is our maintenance manager here, we, we kept doing the announcer, the, the game show voice, uh, the rest of the time. And I was talking to Michelle yesterday, and we're going to do it again, but we actually might just come up with the questions ourselves, and me and or Jay just be the announcer, and let's play Jeopardy. Jeopardy. Let's get into Caffeinate Your Career. So outside of creating a positive environment, I think one of the other things that is important to do is to, and this is why it's number one on the list, to time your tasks and have time to do specific things. I think when people start out and they go to do job search, they just go and start doing stuff. Well, you panic. Right. Because all of a sudden you were laid off or fired or you're, your company closed, like Yellow Transportation, which is a trucking company, just closed. I mean, they had 
like 33,000 employees. Wow. And they just shut down Saturday because their debt ratio was so high and they couldn't find employees and there were a number of different reasons. But, you know, that happens and you're working and all of a sudden on Friday you're working and on Saturday you're not. What do you do? And so you get, you do go into panic mode and fear. I mean, yeah. you're just afraid. Am I going to pay my bills? Or am I going to tell my, my significant other or my friends? Or, you know, what am I going to do? How, how am I going to survive this? That's uh, the fears of, uh, big. actually, the, the last job, my, the last time I lost my job, uh, I was, it was, a, it was a Friday, and we were leaving Sunday to go on vacation. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And I, actually, what I did was I just like, let's put that on the shelf, <laughs> try to have a good time in Denver, and we'll figure it out when we get back, yeah. you know, because it, 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 was, it was rough. It is rough. You know? And so... You know, timing those tasks, like, how am I going to tell my family? Um, how, what am I going to do for a resume? How do I start looking for a job? And you just start doing things, but there is a process, and that process is really important for your sanity and for your success. Yeah, I think it. I think it's important to come up with a schedule of tasks to mm-hmm. do and block time for specific things. That way, you're not trying to do everything all at once. And so, you know, it might be like, okay, Tuesday from 9 until 10, I'm going to create content for LinkedIn. At 10 o'clock, I'm going to watch Caffeinate Your Career <laughs> on LinkedIn Live after two. I've created all the content that I just did, right? And so then that's an hour, and then you, you take a break, and you come back later in the afternoon and do the next thing and the next thing. Um, that's the thing about job search is there's a lot of moving parts to it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, like it's 10 o'clock, hard stuff. We're going to do the next thing because you're going to repeat it again and again and again. I think that, um, the other thing too, is to, uh, see how long it's taking you to do things. Mm-hmm. Because if it's taking you 45 minutes to do one job application that is not really a job that you particularly want. And I saw this a lot when I worked for the state because you worked for the state and uh, I don't know what the rule is now, but at the time you had to apply for five jobs a a week, week, right? And people were just applying to jobs just so they could like check that box off and say that they got it done. And it's like, you're not even qualified to do that job, right? And so, I mean, like see how long it's gonna take you to do the task and then adjust and cut it if needed. And um, when you're planning this time to do these tasks, also include personal time because you might need that time to go for a walk with your dog, not in 107 degree heat. No, don't go walk your dog. Yeah, don't walk your dog too far, maybe the corner back. But with that being said, you also have to personally stay healthy, both mentally and physically. And the challenge with job search is it gets you down. It's hard. Again, I know we are repeating that over and over again, but I really do want to stress that we we do completely understand. With all those things being said, the important thing for you to do is to be able to stay healthy um, and do things for yourself. Um, Do a puzzle. Uh, Jason does word, what is it? The thing? 
Oh, Wordle. Wordle. Yeah. Um, you I know. did it today. So you won't be doing it at lunch today? <laughs> no, we'll be doing it at lunch today. So, I mean, there are things that you can personally do to help yourself stay positive. And if you've, you're you're finding yourself getting into not not making time for yourself, call a friend. Call a, a close family member that you can talk to. Be able to have that go-to person. Yes. I, I think it's important to remember that job search is a mindset game. More than anything else, I, I I tell clients all the time, like, look, I can teach you everything that you need to do to be successful, but if you don't have the right mindset, none of it's gonna work. It's just not because you you've already bought into whatever negative thinking that you had. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago, right? The inner critic, um, and because you've bought into it, I can. I can teach you how to be successful, but you're not going to be successful. You just can't get out of your own head. Mm -hmm. um, by the way, hi, see you, uh, Olivia. Olivia Black just popped in the chat. Guys, if you're in the chat, y'all get connected and uh, start talking to each other. You never know who somebody's going to know. Um, so we've talked about time. Time your task. Um, don't make your job search a 10-hour-a-day job. No. Why? You're going to burn out. You're going to burn out. And um, on websites when you're looking for jobs, uh, and when I say websites, Indeed, Monster, Career, $100,000 jobs, LinkedIn. Uh, LinkedIn, any of those, they only change or add jobs two times a day. About three or four in the morning, about three or four in the afternoon. So if you're looking at jobs on Indeed, or LinkedIn or wherever you do and you look at them at 8 o'clock in the morning and 10 o'clock and you, they're all the same jobs. Yeah. They haven't added to them yet. And the reason they don't do that is because of the cost. Uh, that's just flat out the truth. So you have to look at them and then do something else. Work on your resume, talk to your career coach, um, write thank you notes if you've had an interview, um, start doing some networking and then go back to it later on in the day. Um, I think when you are looking for jobs, it's good to, and we were just talking about this before we went live, is, you know, the, the jargon. So, like, when you're searching for jobs, make sure, the guys, that you're searching for the keywords for your industry. If you are a process improvement manager, in the search bar, type in Agile or type in Kaizen and hit go. This will also work too on LinkedIn if you're looking for, for people, right? In the search bar. <laughs> so the way LinkedIn works and LinkedIn has tab specific things. You can type in Kaizen and then hit go and then hit people and you will have a list of people that do Kaizen. I want you to tell them what Kaizen is. A Kaizen is a uh, methodology for process improvement. So if you're a process improvement specialist or even if process improvement is part of your job duties. So on LinkedIn, if those people are within your your um, geographic area, you want to link with them. You want to be able to talk to them or or be able to get some, you know, share information with them. I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to back up though and say even if they're not in your geographical area because the world is now your geographical area. Yeah, that's right. The world's small, right? You guys, I, still, I still think small. Jason thinks big. 
I, I, I mean, like, y'all aren't here in this room. You're about to be virtual. Everything is, vir everything is virtual now. So, you know, and that's the other part. I just had the conversation with, like, well, yeah, but, and I, we were talking about target companies, right? And, like, but, but their corporate office is in Seattle. I'm like, and so what? Like, my, I've got a friend, uh, and uh, she works for a company that's based in London. She's here. I'm like, do you get to go to London? She's like, no. I'm like, well, that sucks for you. But like, yeah. but well, when I was in LA, our corporate headquarters were in Atlanta, and we went there three or four times a year. So, um, and that's they, just what we had to do. So, companies are international today. You're right. Or maybe they have a satellite office here. I don't sure. know. Sure. But I wouldn't let that stop you because that's a company. Right. Really but you have to do that research to make sure that it has value to you. Right. Um, and that goes into the next bit, which is only apply to jobs that you really want. Um, we kind of veered off from the introduction part of this because one of the things that I had written was that less is more, right? I do know that spray and pray is not going to work. You can't just start applying to anything and everything under the sun. You need to apply to things that you, at, com at companies and jobs, for, that you actually want to do. Um, it gives you more time to not only tailor the resume, but also write that disruptive cover letter. So um, I think that my thinking, so I think you need to know what your budget is when you start your job search again, because you will have a range, uh, a salary range. So if you've been making $50,000 a year and you want to make that or more, Obviously you do, you wanna make 100,000 a year, no question about it. But you have to know your budget to know what the minimum is because you may have, you may get an offer for that perfect job that you will love, but it's a little bit less than what you had been making. <clears throat> Don't let that disrupt you from saying, you know what, I wanna work for that company. There's a lot of opportunity for me. They have great training programs. And even though I'm making a little bit less, I'm still within my budget and can still survive well um, being able to do that. Don't let your ego get in the way. And oftentimes that'll happen. And when it does, and people say, no, I can't do that. I've made 50,000. I can't make 48.5 or 48. Really? It's your budget. It's not your ego, especially if it's where you want to be, what you want to be doing, and there's opportunity. Look into that and talk that over with your interviewer. Don't be afraid to say, you know, you're, you're offering me less than I was making. I'd really like to make the same amount. Is there a time within the next 90 days where you can see what I've been doing for you and would be able to offer me more? Or um, what are the opportunities here for training, for advancement, for growth, all those types of things? Don't be afraid to ask those questions, but also know what your budget is. That's a really good point because... Um job postings have a range in them oftentimes there is whether they publish it or not right. there's a range right 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 and by the way if there are any employers listening or watching post your salary on your job postings please don't waste your time or their time like come on although i will say if it's a company that you want to work for and there is not a salary range listed go ahead and apply to oh, the position yeah. yeah because you never know but then so job postings have a salary range, whether they're posted or not. 
you have your own personal salary range, and you need to know where it is and where it's going to be. Uh, and if you don't know how to come up with a personal salary range, do you what know what should you do? I think you should probably call us here at Jewish Family Service. That number, once again, is 972-437-9950, extension 379. Leave a message, we'll call you back, and we will create your personal salary range. So what Jason is, is um, leading up to is besides career coaching, we also have financial coaching. That financial coaching looks at your entire budget. Everything is confidential. You have to remember that. And uh, we can do it on Zoom if you're out of the uh, geographical area. Uh, <laughs> Fort Worth. We do a lot of, of Zoom meetings. Um, but knowing, instead of guessing, knowing where you are and where you stand, um, and you can make, you know, $25,000 or $225,000 and oftentimes have no concept of your debt, where you stand, how much you have to be making, what you want to do for your retirement money, you yeah. know, all these different things. And so that's why we have financial coaching to be able to help guide you through that. And by doing that, knowing your financial arena of where you are and then looking at jobs that will pay you what you need and want to make is really important for your success. Yeah. Both sure. both um, career-wise and financially. It's one of the reasons when you do come into the program, you get a career coach and a financial coach. Exactly. Because those two things go hand in hand. And oftentimes, we've helped people find positions, careers, but they're still working with financial coaches because they could have debt or their situation has changed, or they're getting married, or they want to buy a car or a house. Just because you've gotten a, 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 a job um, doesn't mean you, you have to stop financial coaching. That can go on for a long period of time until you've reached goals that you've set for yourself. Well, and even at that point, you're still not done with your career coach. Because right. We do. We follow up with everybody 30 days, 90 days, six months, in the, and then the year to make sure everything's going great at the new job. Correct. Yes. I think it's important uh, when you're trying to be strategic to make sure that you do your research. Oh. Now, you know, if you get an interview and you're going to go in to interview, like, you need to know what the company does. You should probably look up the interviewer on LinkedIn and get a sense of their kind of background and where they're coming from. Um, be prepared. You can't... I think oftentimes, like, people, oh, I've got an interview, right? <laughs> so it's like, all right, well, have you done your research? Or, uh, no. It's just, it's like, show up to the interview and try to wing it. And that's just not going to work. You know, also, I think a good idea is to look up their mission statement to make sure that your thinking and their thinking align. Um, and I think that's important. It doesn't yeah. mean you have to memorize it or know it. It just means... You say, yeah, I would like to work for this company, or yeah, I don't think so. When I came to interview here, I had my I had my phone, and I have my notes app. I typed in uh, this much, uh, so you guys can't see it. That's about two inches of notes about Jewish family. We've been, you know, we've been servicing the Dallas community for seventy years, and what, you know, like the, mm -hmm. the story. So that I knew going in, if you. If you said, so what do you know about Well, I know you have an older adult program, you have food, like I could tell you all the things that I, that I, I even, like, here's how crazy I got. Are you ready for this? I looked up the, I looked up the, the company, and it's at the Edna Zale Building. 
I said, oh my God, who is Edna Zale? I Googled it. I figured out who Edna Zale was. I knew who the, who the building was named after before I stepped into this building. I was prepared. You got to be prepared, guys. Be prepared. Um, I'm going to jump ahead a little bit because we're getting close on time. I want to make sure that when you get to your interview, you need to remember that the interview doesn't start when the person comes out to the lobby to pick you up or before the Zoom starts. But if you're in person, the interview actually starts in the parking lot. What does that mean? It means you, before you get in there, and by the way, I suggest everybody make sure that you show up at least 30 minutes before time on the interview. Do not walk into the building. I was going to say. No, 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 no. You need to, but you never know what's going to happen. Maybe right. there's an accident on the road. Like, yeah, I mean, maybe there's construction. You know, maybe, I don't know. There's all kinds of things, crazy things can happen on the way to the, the place. So build in the time so that you are at least 30 minutes early. Do not walk into the building before 10 minutes before time. 10 minutes is plenty of time if there's like additional paperwork or, hey, can you fill this application out? Or, you know, we're going to check your references while you're in there. That's happened to me before. And that's enough time for the interviewer to have get get a, get themselves prepared and ready for you. Um, so build in the time. Now, <laughs> there was a... I always just, there was a, there was a uh, meme that was going around. Uh, it was like, a, uh, it was a picture of, as they all are. And it's, uh, it said, uh, the guy who flipped me off and stole my parking space is here for his interview with me. <laughs> Bet that didn't go that well. Can't imagine. Interview starts in the parking lot. You have to make sure that you are prepared. You're ready. You're working through your, you're, you're practicing your answers because you know questions are coming. Questions are coming. Like, why are you looking for a new job if you were employed? Or why did you lose your job? You know, why do you want to work for this company? You know some questions are coming. You need to know how to answer to so practice. And then the next thing is make sure that you are nice to the front desk person. So that's really important. And I think many times people don't understand that you leave the building after your interview and the first thing your interviewer does is walk up to the receptionist and say how did they treat you when they walked in what did they do when they were sitting in the lobby mm -hmm. so those things are are actually you may look at us and say yeah sure honestly that's what people do every single every single time that was the first after okay hey bye i turn to the receptionist go what'd you think you know, Jason was kind of rude to me, and then he uh, sat down and played Candy Crush on his phone until he came to get it. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. By the way, that's here's another thing. Here's another thing. Turn your phone off. Off. Don't put it on vibrate, because trust me, if, if you're sitting across from me, and it goes off, and it's on vibrate, I can still hear it. And as a recruiter, I am real annoyed at that point. Yeah, there's... um. There's little tricks that recruiters look for, but you know, the thing that you have to remember and, and that's most important in your job search is besides the interview, you have to look at your social media. You have to look at 
um, places. You know, again, the topic is how to be strategic. And in your strategy, you have to utilize all the resources of people that you have and know. Uh, people in your place of worship, people at the gym. Um, if you go to the same supermarket and you get to know people there, talk to them. Talk to everybody. Your strategy is to find employment that is of value for your future, for your, for your lifestyle. And if you have junk on your social media that shouldn't be there, get it the heck off. I mean, you, you have to be um, the person that I would want to work with every day. And if I go on your social media and, and look at things on Facebook or, or Twitter, X, X. Um, or wherever and find stuff and say, mm, this isn't who I want working with me in my company. You could have had a great interview and that junk on, on Facebook or, or whatever social media you use could ruin it for you. And, and we've seen it happen time and again. I said, you had a client like last year that, that happened. It was longer ago than that, but he was hired. He, he went to school here in Dallas, um, and he was interviewing in Chicago, got a great offer contingent on background checks and everything else. And we got a phone call that said, we are rescinding the offer. And I'm like, no, you're not. You can't be doing that. And so um, they said, yeah, we went into his Facebook, and there's stuff on there that we we don't want to hire this person so i went back and told the guy the truth I, and it was a great offer and told the person the truth and he said but i really didn't do that stuff he said i made it up because of my peers and because of peer pressure i felt that it it allowed me to be part of the in crowd so i called them back and i told them that and their their statement to me was um we want people who process better than he does and he didn't he made bad choices bad judgment bad decisions yeah. and, and we want people who can make good decisions and so um i went back and told him and again he was crushed but he cleaned it up and and ended up getting another position but you know it was a long it was a tough learning process yeah i would suggest probably setting your social media to uh private or friends only uh that way the public can't get to it otherwise you know but if i if you're applying for me and I'm, i say to you I, I really would like to go on your facebook can you like friend you're not going to say no um you're not probably not so that's why it's got to be clean yeah it's, i think it's just i know we like to show off stupid stuff but if you're applying for positions, that stupid stuff has to go. Yeah. Puppies and kittens are cute. <laughs> and some kids. Most kids. Come on. Y'all know there's some ugly kids out there. I go dogs and cats. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. You feel like I'm serious. I'm like, <laughs> you're not new here, Hardy. Come on. <laughs> um, okay. I think that the other thing that is important to do in, when you're being strategic is to eliminate distractions mm -hmm. and so i i took a big chunk of notes on this one guys because distractions are everywhere like um you know and i'm trying to not be distracted by looking at the chat which y'all got real quiet y'all were talking in the chat and then y'all got real quiet so let's hear some chatter 
but I'm trying to focus on doing this, right? I mean, same thing. I like, even like, if if I have if if it's some, I have something on my calendar that's open, I mean, I can always find something to do. But also, too, I get like real distracted. Like, like, <laughs> like I'm on the other side of the building. What am I? Why did I come over here? Why am I over here? You know, I'm like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, wandering. I don't. I don't know. You need to focus. And we talked about blocking time. And when you block the time, do nothing but focus on the time. Now, there is, there's apps for that. Because there's apps for everything. You can get the app. It's called Cold Turkey. And it blocks, <laughs> yeah, Cold Turkey. And it blocks internet and games on your phone for a specified amount of time. Really? Yes. They have a free version of it. Uh, but you can buy the app forever for like $39. The other app that is really good. Again, they do have a free version. Yeah, there's a free version. Uh, the other app that's really good is Focus to Do. And it is a task management management app. We were just talking about managing your tasks and your time. It also sets up time for you to have breaks in, in your schedule, on, the, on your schedule. And so they're not going to be overworked. So now you've got you've got your focus to do app going. You've got the block the cold turkey internet has blocked all your games and the internet for you. So you have to focus and get the stuff done. Focus uh, focus to do. They have a free version, or you can buy the app forever for eight ninety nine. So um, in your job search strategy. You can oftentimes plan your day of how you're going to do it. My suggestion is get up and do whatever you do first thing in the morning. Have your cup of coffee, brush your teeth, read the newspaper, read your phone for news, whatever it is that you do. Get dressed, take a shower, well, take a shower, get dressed. <laughs> Don't get dressed sit, and then yeah. take a shower. That's not <laughs> sit down at your computer and start the search. You're going to go to your sites that you've been looking at for jobs. Um, my suggestion also, if you see a job you're interested in, go to the company website to ensure that it's still open. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes you'll be able to get more information on the company website. Do whatever you want to for an hour or two, eight to 10, nine to 11, whatever it is, and then get up and, and, and leave the computer. Yeah, take those breaks. Take that break. Um, again, go for a walk, work out at home, work out at a gym. Um, have your lunch, do whatever it is that you want. Listen to some podcasts. Positive podcasts. Positive podcasts. Um, those types of things. You can go back to it at one or two for a couple of hours. Don't make it, again, a 10-hour job. Do it, but do it in bursts so that you're regenerated, rejuvenated, um, so that when you're focusing on it, you can say, this is great. I, I like doing you know, two hour segments. So two hours in the morning, two hours in the afternoon, two hours at night, whatever it is. But know that you have to allow yourself some freedom to do other things. Call a friend, you know, do whatever you do. Yeah. The internet doesn't sleep, guys. You can you can you can uh and get off your phone and your computer. You can pull a job later if yeah. you wanted to. Um last because we're getting close to time, I want but I wanted to talk about uh a really good strategy, which is you, everybody is watching me now live on LinkedIn. Um, post content on LinkedIn. 
I the number one question that afterwards I don't know I, I don't know what to post. I'm gonna tell you what to post. First, a little bit of self promotion. Hey, I'm looking for work. These are the things these kind of things I'm looking for. Self promotion. Second. And we talk about STAR stories, right? Mm -hmm. If y'all don't know, STAR is an acronym that stands for Situation, Task, Action, and Result. It's basically a story of how you solve a problem, right? Write that out. Post that. Guys, employers. Sure. sure. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Also, break it up, too, like little paragraphs. Nobody likes three chunks of information. If you're posting chunks of information, it's not going to get read. I promise because um, LinkedIn is the way it's built. As people are scrolling by, you want it to be eye-catching and popping, and big, chunky blocks of things not going to work. But if, so employers are only going to hire people to solve problems. Mm -hmm. If you have content that you have posted and featured on your LinkedIn of how you solve problems, you are marketing better than your competition, most likely. And then the third thing to post, just a little bit of personal stuff. Don't, you don't have to go all in on personal stuff, but just a little bit of personal stuff so that employers can get that personality. Because they know you're real. They know you're real. And they know people are going to hire people they like. Mm -hmm. By the way, Yolanda, I did see that, yes, the apps can be distracting. And I'm going to use you, Yolanda, as the example for personal stuff. Because Yolanda will post, and not lately because it's like a thousand degrees out, but she'll post like, you know, as she's going on her walks in the park, the either sometimes it's just her. It's, she's got a picture of her, but sometimes it is, you know, hey, look at the fall tree or whatever it is. So what do we know now about Yolanda? Besides the fact that she is a uh, fan of this uh, live stream, uh, we know that you go take walks in the park. It's just those little things. Like I, the last personal thing I did uh, was the 4th of July. And I, I posted, Tony, my son Tony, was, he had a sparkler and he was real happy about it. He was doing this little dance. And so that was the post I did. So you know that I have a son, right? I got a kid and that's how we celebrated the 4th of July. We had sparklers and poppers and stuff. And I think that was like the, the main thing of the post. But I would say there's the number four too, because there could be articles or things that you've read um, that you want to quote or even just you know, upload the article or something like that. Yes. Do that too. Let people know that you're not just uh, looking for jobs, that you're still, you know, have other interests. Well, it also shows that you're keeping up with yes. what is going on in the industry. Um, it's what makes you good. I, I get, I, um, I will email clients all the time, articles that I get. Like I, my, so on my phone, my Google, I've trained it enough that it just sends me articles like how to use chat gpt to be the interviewer and practice interview or how like that wasn't a thing a year ago there, guys talk about changes in, in job search that's it wasn't a thing a year ago it's a thing now if you post something like that in four seasons hey you're up to date on all the things it's just good strategy to produce content for linkedin it just is period all right, Allison, we're getting close to time. So, um, you know, for the fun question, I have, and and this is, so, again, the game show thing was so much fun 
that it's still stuck with me. So, what is your favorite game show? Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune. Because it's easy and it's fast and it's you can play the game along with the contestants. I like the prices right. Yeah, I do. I like that big wheel. It's like I've always wanted to be on a game show. <laughs> so it's like the battle game thing that we did last week. I, I was like so stoked all week and then up into the day. Like like it was a good thing I had a full day because <laughs> scheduled. Like I had like clients all day because I was like because what I didn't because four o'clock's my time to to do the admin stuff. I I couldn't do it. I was just so. He was. Excited. I was so very excited. <laughs> That's right, man. I want to roll that wheel. What's your favorite game show? Tell me in the chat. So next week, Allison, we're going to talk about how to create target companies and what's going on in the hiring process. What to look for and um, how to be adaptable to your surroundings for target companies. Uh, we use that word a lot. What does it mean? Yeah, what are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. So we hope to see you next week. Yolanda says she likes Family Feud. Oh, I do too. I do too. <laughs> All right, guys. This has been Kevin at Your Career. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye, everyone.